Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 277, recorded live on Sunday, October 14th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who sounds like he has some sniffles, Dave Pillay. Yeah. And the man who knows he has some sniffles, Andy Lowe. Hi. Yeah, I was going to open up with, I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I heard a little bit, especially since I know I've got sniffles going on right now. So, I need to apologize in advance for <sighs> that. Oh, see, we need to we need to try and make sure we cut those out. I know, or try not to do it. Yeah. By the way, we are on target to hit 300 episodes sometime around June of next year. Holy Oh, wait, wait. Shit. We're at 77? Yes. That would be, this is okay, hang 77. On. Yeah, that means um, March of next year. Oh, Late March. Goodness. Late March, early April. Uh, early April. April. Oh, God. It's going to be a long episode, everyone. I apologize beforehand. So why do you think you're getting sick? Well, I've had a stuffy nose, and the back of my throat is kind of raw, and I have a general sense of fatigue and weariness. What about you? Um, I have the sniffles. My throat was raw uh, day or, on Thursday, actually. My throat was sore because I was supposed to go running, but then I didn't because my throat was sore. And um, not really weariness, but just stuffed. I blame my job. Because, you know, it's the, the Postal Service. Nor rain, nor hail, nor sleet, sh- nor snow. Something <laughs> like that. You, you, you might want to get it, given that you work there. Although, I'll tell you what it really sounds like is the, uh, in darkest day, in, or in brightest day, in darkest night. Yes? No? Yeah. Okay, so there actually is no official creed or motto. <laughs> but the inscription on the New York City post office says nor snor no, neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. And you're telling me that I mean come on doesn't that strike you as the Green Lantern creed? Yeah, it, uh, the Green Lantern oath in brightest day and blackest night no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worships evil might let those who worship evils might be where my power green lanterns light. Okay, yeah, but still, yeah, going out outside, especially when you're at a trailer park and you've got those community boxes. Mm-hmm. So you're like filling up everybody's mail at once, and you're standing outside for like a half hour in the cold. In the cold, and it was definitely raining yesterday. Oh, the rain yesterday was not fun. Yeah. Although, you know, you were out in the rain filling people's mailboxes. Just imagine all those poor football players across the entire Midwest. (laughs) It rained all over the place. Well, I do have to say, most of the people on my route were actually quite friendly because they would see me pull up into their driveway and I would have to get the scanner for all, like, the tracking and everything. Mm -hmm. And they would actually come out to me. They're like, yeah, we didn't want you to... Have to stand out in the rain, so uh, came here to get the mail. I'm like, oh, thank you, <laughs> but I still got the sniffles. Yep. Oh, poor Andy. Well, you'll build up a resistance to it. <laughs> Yay! I I just don't want to get sick because um, next week is the marathon, so I don't want to get sick now. Oh no! Yeah, that would that would be bad. 
spending four. Oh god, if it rained during the marathon, oh god, four and a half hours outside in the rain, already wearing your body down. Yeah, there's a reason why Kate's not going to work on Monday. In case something like that happens, and I, you know, <laughs> can't drive myself anywhere. Yeah, right. Uh, so I I did get some uh, listener feedback, by the way. Oh, there are indeed people who enjoy it when we talk about sports. Really? Yes. Any specifics from this listener email? Uh, I'd have to go dig it up again. Oh, because I've got one. You you can dig while I go through this one. I got one about the Disney dollars. Okay. Um, you don't actually have to convert real money to Disney dollars anymore. Never actually really did. They're mostly done now as uh, souvenirs. Like in 2011, there was one new Disney dollar that was put out, which was to promote Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Okay. So yeah, they're basically like the Hard Rock Cafe pins. They're ah. all collectibles now. Okay. You can, you can still use them as Disney bucks. At certain Disney, um, I think it's all the all of the theme parks and some of the Disney resorts that are in the Caribbean. I, I don't know anything about the Disney resorts in the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, there's some um, places that you can buy them at some of the resorts and hotels. You actually used to be able to go to the... You remember the Disney stores that were in the mall? Yes. You actually, up until 2009, were actually able to go there and buy the Disney bucks and then also use the Disney bucks in the stores. Wow. Yeah, not anymore, though. But you used well, to be able to do that as well. So evidently, uh, for sports, we, we make it entertaining and we simplify it for people who are not familiar with the sport. Now, I don't know what she's talking about, because when you start going into baseball, I just kind of tune out. Let me just say, last night, the Tigers were playing the Yankees. Okay. We were up... I, I know those two teams. Yes. We were up 4 nothing going into the ninth, and we bring in Big Papa, which um, in Spanish means Big Potato. No, I'm sorry, well, Papa Grande. Yeah, like, <laughs> Big doesn't mean anything in Spanish last time I checked, but okay. Papa Grande in Spanish means Big Potato. Yes. It's kind of funny, because Papa with the uh, A with the uh, inflection over it means yeah. Dad. It's El Papa. Papa means the Pope, and just Papa in general means, means potato. potato. Yeah, well, Papa is is Father, I believe. Yeah. Father, Pope, and potato are all the same word in Spanish. It, I mean, it's not. But just the same four letters without well, the inflection. Andy? Yeah? Think about this sentence real quick. Okay. There is no time like the present to present the present. And let me not even get into Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. I think there's a couple more buffaloes in that one. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Anyway, we're up four oh, nothing. Yeah, we're bringing okay. our closer. Yeah, two two run homers after eight pitches. So it's tied. It's tied going into the ninth, and I'm sitting there just thinking, "Oh, great! I could just watch the end of the game, go to bed, no problem." Nope, I have to stay up until the twelfth. See, this is a problem with baseball. <laughs> But what was really funny was it was 4 nothing, and I think it was like 4 nothing after like the 6th. So Yankee Stadium, you know, everybody's like, oh, screw this, I'm going home because they're losing 4 nothing. But then the bottom of the ninth, they tie it up, so all the Yankee fans who are still there are like, yes. And there's actually people who are moving them down to the more expensive seats to actually make it look like Yankee Stadium was filled. 
<laughs> was it raining at Yankees? No, because if it was raining, they wouldn't play. No. Right. Goddamn baseball. Some good college games yesterday. Yeah, Michigan and Illini. The fighting Illini. Yeah, they weren't fighting too hard yesterday. Jeez. 41 to nothing. The, it was on uh, NBC. ABC. It was on ABC. Yeah. And about halfway through the third quarter, ABC switched games. <laughs> so, like, this is... <laughs> we're going to show a different game right now because I don't even remember the reason they gave, but it's because the Michigan game was just so boring because Michigan just kept winning. Eastern Toledo game was a shootout. It was, I think, 50-47, something like that. Is that who Eastern was playing? Yeah, Eastern was playing Toledo. We lost. Yeah, but still, I, I saw 40-plus points for each team. That would have just been amazing just to watch. I mean, yes and no. It's You, you can do that if you just let the other team through. Like, go run. Okay, yep, you made it. Go run. Okay. okay. Would you rather watch a 50-47 football game or a zero zero or a zero no we'll just say a zero three football game still the same point difference yeah i mean it, it entirely depends on how the game goes both could be interesting games yeah, both of them could you know this is, be, this be, is the uh, in in football the score the time of possession really mean nothing relative to how good a game it was well uh, okay the same thing in baseball you still need to get the guy all the way around to home. You could have everybody on your, he- on your team hitting triples, which would l- look amazing. But if you can't get anybody home, you still won't score any points. Right. But it doesn't mean it was a bad... Well, I mean, it's baseball, so of course it means it was a bad game. But anyway. One of these days, Dave. <laughs> pow. <laughs> Bang, pow, straight to the moon. Well, I was going to say, one of these days I'm going to take you to a baseball game. Oh, God. Please send me to the moon. <laughs> Yes, I recognize it's a euphemism for abuse. It's less abuse than going to a baseball. Side note, when you're a mailman, paper cuts really happen a lot. Kevlar gloves. I might have to do that because my, my knuckles and my fingers look like I've been like bare knuckle boxing or something. It's ridiculous. Go to a, a restaurant supply store and pick up a pair of Kevlar gloves might have to do that but it's it's harder to finger the mail i'd say cut off the tips of the kevlar glove fingers but i'm not sure you can (laughs) it's kind of the point of kevlar Uh, oh Derek jeter's out for the rest of the postseason okay he broke his ankle last night part of me for like two seconds went "Ooh, Derek jeter's down and then i learned he broke his ankle and i felt bad for myself i was like oh I mean, you should have felt bad for him, not yourself, but whatever. Well, I felt bad that I was a little excited that Derek Jeter was injured. Yeah, schadenfreude. Happens to everyone. Schadenfreude. Pleasure at the other person's pain. Ah, okay. Or misfortune, not necessarily pain. Those crazy Germans. Yep. Different than sadism, because sadism is the pleasure from inflicting pain. Ah. Schadenfreude is just enjoying watching someone else's pain. I was just kind of excited because that means he's out for the rest. Well, now he's out for the rest of the postseason, but. Yeah, with a broken ankle? Yeah. Okay. Topics? Sure. Topics on this rainy, rainy Sunday afternoon. Holy crap. Is it still raining? It is here. Yeah, we were going to go to a cider mill today. Probably not. 
Well, it's all the rain's up by Traverse City for us. Mm. All right. First thing on the list that I want to talk about okay. which is awesome and amazing and excited for Mark of the Ninja. It's coming to Steam. Ooh. It well, that should be nice. It will be expensive. <laughs> Why are you planning on buying any? Did you even buy it on the Xbox? I did not buy it on the Xbox. But it will be $15 on Steam. $15 is... Uh, it, it feels like a lot for a Steam game. Which, if you think about it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that expensive. No, it really isn't. Because I was looking... I was filling out my Christmas wish list on Amazon... And I was putting up all the games that I want to play, but I haven't bought. It's a little expensive. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, like, okay, Need for Speed, Hitman, Halo, Assassin's Creed. And I just started go, like, going down the list, and I'm like, okay, 60, 60, 60, 60. Shit. <laughs> Gaming is expensive. This is why right now I'm actually going through, once again, my yep. library of games to make sure that I'm done with all of them. And playing the original Assassin's Creed over again. It's a lot harder than what I remember. So I just added one more topic because oh. it falls right into those lines of things being harder than you remember. Do you remember ever playing Wing Commander? No, I never played it. You played X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, though, yes? Yes. Okay. The game that kind of opened up that genre was called Wing Commander. Okay. The Space Combat Flight Simulator. Uh, it came out in 1990, and it, it broke a lot of lines and, and kind of helped define this new genre, and actually was one of the pioneers of a lot of things that we take for granted, like stereo sound in a video game, huh. where you know when you hear something, it comes out of the speaker that's appropriate to where the sound was made. Gotcha. Well, the dude who, who wrote that game and who kind of pioneered this uh, stopped making games about 10 years ago. And about, uh, uh, I think about three months ago, two or three months ago, teased and said, hey, I'm working on a new project. And in fact, I've been working on it for a little bit. I will announce it in early October. Huh. He announced it. It's on the page. It's, if you refresh, Andy, it's Star Citizen announced. Okay. And he is going to try and bring back the space combat simulator slash economy slash MMO slash high-end PC gaming. Well, you had me until high-end PC gaming. No, like he's, he's looking at making this very high-end stuff, saying high-end PC gaming is not dead. PC gaming itself is not dead. You linked to a video. I did link to a video. It's the announcement video. It's a video that's an hour long. Yes. <laughs> It's the announcement video. <laughs> he announced it at GDC. Gotcha. Um, he's kind of the, the interesting thing about this, and this is beyond, you know, like, okay, this is really cool. Why is it really cool? What's going on? Why are we talking about it? Well, for among other things, he has investors lined up, but the investors aren't going to jump in until they know that there's a market for it. So to develop a market for it, he built, or he had built for himself, he, he had someone else build, uh, a crowdfunding website similar to Kickstarter, specifically for this one thing. And so as he's up on, to, to give you a sense of what's going on, as he's up on the stage talking about this and saying, you know, to, to get started on this and to get into this, go to this website, there's funding options there. 
at the end of the speech, as he's like, oh, I'm, I'm getting a signal. I think I'm out of time. Someone hands him a card. He says, apparently our website is getting hammered and it's crashing. So if you're trying to give us money, uh, be patient. <laughs> Take your time. It will be a free-to-play MMO. There will be elements of economy. So think Eve, except okay. you won't hopefully need an economics degree. And there will be uh, a military aspect. So if you'd rather just fly around and shoot things, you can do that too. Gotcha. Free to play. Hmm. Scheduled for release in December of 2014. Gotcha. And yes, I have already started funding. I'm very excited for this game. What would you say ex- excitation level compared to WoW? I mean, when I first played WoW, I hadn't heard of it. Like, I, I really had not heard much about it. So, gotcha. also, it was like eight years ago. <laughs> You're really going to ask me how excited I am for this compared to how excited I was to a game eight years ago? I don't remember how excited I was to a game eight years ago. Gotcha. I remember being addicted to a game eight years ago. <laughs> well, it's trying to segue into the craziness that happened in WoW. Oh, that craziness. Yeah. Okay, first off, just to let you know, I haven't logged into WoW in about three weeks. Gotcha. Hi, my name is Dave. I haven't logged in in three weeks. That's fine. My name is Andy. I don't even remember the last time I logged in. I know I've got a Blood Elf, so sometime after um, Wrath of the Lich King. That's about it. So, what was going on in WoW? Crusade. What? Blood Elves were burning Crusade. Ah, okay. Wrath of the Lich King. Was next. Okay, so sometime after Burning Crusade, but before Wrath of the Lich King. Yep. I mean, gotcha. you could, after Wrath of the Lich King. I don't know. I didn't. Okay. Then Burning Crusade. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, Pandaria came out. Mists of Pandaria. Yes. And someone found a hack, glitch, or bug and was able to slaughter people. The exploit was that it let level one characters access the kill commands for every player and computer controlled character in the area. So all you'd have to do is create a level one, and then you could just, you know, wander to Stormwind. Slash kill. Basically. And it would kill everybody around you. Wow. Oops. So you can just, there's a video that we've got on the, the link that we've got here. You could watch of just mass destruction happening. But yeah, it was... The, I, was I was in WoW when that um, the, the Zul'Grub plague hit. Was it ZG or was it Z? No, I don't think it was either of them, was it? I thought it was a ZG plague. It was a plague. Yeah. I thought it was from Molten Core. <laughs> no, there was no plagues in Molten Core. The one where it gets the pet and then they dismiss the pet and then resummon the pet and it still has it? Corrupted Blood Incident, alright. I love how it has its own Wikipedia article. Well, I mean, it, as far as, uh, like, pathologists, they love it. Ah, here we go. Yeah, it was the ZG. It was the ZG end boss. Okay. That was it, causing it to happen. Pathologists love this case because they could actually study it and study the spread of the disease. Oh. So, that's really kind of funny. So, yeah, it... Terrible. When I was looking at the pictures of this, it honestly looked like... The plague from <laughs> the Middle Ages. Yeah, because there were just skeletons everywhere. That's terrible. So yeah, now it's um, fixed. Very um, Well, it was going on for a little while, but now it's fixed, and it should not be able to be repeated. So 
<laughs> should. Should. Q- but yeah, that's uh, definitely something QA should have caught before um, releasing. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Well. But who would have thought about that? Oh, let me <laughs> create a level one and try the kill command. <laughs> it just seems so weird. <laughs> but now, yeah, that's that's that. Mm-hmm. Sad, but that's that. Other MMOs, League of Legends is huge. How many? How huge is it? League of Legends is so big. How big? I mean, is it really. It? You know, from uh, Match Game, d- d- Dumb Dora is so dumb. How dumb is she? I don't know. Oh, it's Match Game. Did you never watch an episode of Match Game? No. Oh. So there are 70 million registered users. Okay. There are... That's a lot. 12 million active players. Dave active players. So we're talking like, wow, territory huge. We were, Andy, bigger than WoW territory, huge. Subscribers. Yeah. People who are paying money. Well, I count as a subscriber right now. True. I'm not playing. <laughs> they have had up to 3 million people at a time. Oh, jeez. Playing this game. It's huge. <laughs> that is a little ridiculous, especially for a free-to-play game. Yep. The so there's 12 million registered names. They're estimating 32 million unique players, hmm. and then 12 million of those play every day. Okay, active players are players who have played at least one game in a month. Yeah, still that's that's a lot. Granted, the uh, League of Legends cheat. What was the cheaters were fined thirty thousand dollars or something like that in some. Yeah, in the the um, the playoffs, the the national tournament, international yeah. tournament rather. One of the players was fined an incredible amount of money, or one of the teams was fined. Te- the one of the teams was fined thirty thousand dollars. Yep, for cheating. That's a big fine. Um, let's see, Peta, tell me about. Oh, oh Peta. So Black and White Two, Pokemon Black and White Two came out. Yes. Right. Yes. PETA would thought, hey, let's jump on this bad wagon, and they created Pokemon Black and Blue. Wait, on this bad wagon? Band wagon. Sorry, I'm stuffed. Do you know this? Yeah, well, it, I, I wasn't sure if you were stuffed or if it was a Freudian slip. It, it could be both. We don't know. We will never know. But anyway. The so, Black and Blue. Yeah, PETA came out with a satire on Pokemon. So um, instead of, you know, fighting Pokemon, you would actually have a chance to help Pikachu and his Pokemon pals fight their cruel oppressors and gain their freedom. You know how people talk about the radical right? Yeah. That they've taken over the things like the NRA. I think the radical left is found in organizations like PETA. Which is, because didn't they do like a Cooking Mama game PETA? a while ago? Yeah. Yeah, Pita Cooking Mama. They did. They did this back in uh, 2008. They created a Cooking Mama parody game, where I think she was like trying to hack and slash like a turkey or something, something really stupid. Why would you do that? It's Pita. I don't understand what they're doing. I don't know. Yes, I understand that. We shouldn't be treating animals the way they are, but this is just ridiculous. Yes, yes, it is. It's it's going too far that direction. There's it's a point, but then you're like, really? 
a normal person looks at you and goes, really, then you... You may have passed a couple barriers. Yeah. Time to reel it in. I haven't actually played this game because I opened up the link and the music was annoying, so then I closed it. I haven't played this game because I think PETA is crazy at this point, and I'm not going to even support them by going to that game. Gotcha. So yeah, that's another crazy game from PETA. Why are PETA... Oh, you crazy guys. Angry birds. Angry b- <laughs> Speaking of ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, where's PETA for that? I, what? There's, there's got to be something PETA related with angry birds. I'm sure there is. If there is, it'd be really funny to watch like PETA meetings and they're all sitting there on their phones playing angry birds. Real angry birds descend on San Jose KFC, according to PETA. Oh. Wow. Oh, crazy PETA. Crazy PETA. Sounds like a good restaurant, though. Crazy PETA. Dave's Crazy PETA. Moe's Crazy PETA. Moe's Crazy PETA. That sounds... We need to get on here soon. Well, his wedding anniversary is coming up on Monday. Moe's Crazy PETA. All right. Granted, there already is a burrito place called Moe's. Yes. So, Angry Star Wars revealed. Yes. Now, we're like, is it coming? What's going on with it? Now, it's definitely coming out. And in the words of Spaceballs, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. (laughs) Merchandising. Merchandising. Because they, they, they actually said, along with the teaser trailer, it doesn't stop there, though. We have a whole host of toys, animations, and other Angry Birds Star Wars goodness to enjoy. Uh-oh. I see Star Wars, Angry Birds, Star Wars, Jenga. Yes. What? <laughs> I, I am dumbfounded. I mean, so marketing from just one wasn't enough. Nope. It couldn't just be Star Wars Jenga. It couldn't be Angry Birds Jenga. It had to be Angry Birds, Star Wars, Jenga. Well, it's it's kind of like, you know those things where it's like, okay, you know, your poor name is your street you lived on and all that stuff? You can kind of do something like that with Angry Birds. It's like, okay, take Angry Birds, some other popular title, title Angry Birds, Iron Man, and then pick a third type of item. <laughs> pick a game, a classic game. So Angry Birds, Iron Man, Connect 4. There we go. Marketing geniuses. <laughs> call Hasbro. <laughs> call Hasbro, call Marvel. And, you know, Rovio. Yeah. Angry Birds, Batman, duvet set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay. Angry Birds, My Little Ponies, Monopoly. Oh, God. You had to bring in the ponies, didn't you? You had to bring in the ponies. God. I don't understand what everybody's obsessed with with the ponies. EFIM. What? MLP, FIM. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I, Andy? Yeah? I've around dark corners of the internet. <laughs> there, yeah, there, there's, you know how 4chan has boards? Yeah. There's a chan for pony. Oh, God. I, I've dug around various parts of the dark, dark corners of the internet. I love how My Little Ponies is part of the dark corners of the internet. It really is. I know. 
So, speaking okay. of social gaming... Uh, all right, I was going to ask what your thoughts on this were besides, like, obvious marketing... Well, it's just obvious marketing. It's a little ridiculous. It's... I think they've made more money on the merchandising than they have on the game. Probably. Do you know that Rovio's considering going public soon? Oh, God. Had they not learned... Well... Grand- well... Their games are different. Yeah. And they actually... What, Bad Piggies? Isn't Bad Piggies one of the top iOS games, like, a week after it came out? Their games are different, and they actually sell, so I don't know. Because the previous track record has proven that these things aren't that good to go public with, but then... I mean, when your track record is Zynga and Facebook, though... Yeah, Rovio has been out on their own, and they've been able to prove... You know, go look at, at how EA is doing in stock. Is there stock ticker EA? I think it is. EA accidentally gives away free games with Origin Store coupon glitch. Oops. That's well, funny. <laughs> Let's see, EA stock. 1341. Can become a niche market? What? What? Electronic Arts Founders says game console market will shrink and become a niche, niche, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, he said the game consoles are going to be a hobbyist. Uh, Isn't playing video games a hobby already? Oh, yeah, um, this guy... I, I, <laughs> reality. We're done with the single player games. Screw those guys. Screw consoles. <laughs> Screw consoles, they're going to be a hobby. Yes, yes, they already are a hobby. I, t- I don't understand what this guy says. It just... Well, I don't know if this is the same guy. But Still, it's just the quote-unquote EA management has said. Wow. Just wow. So, speaking of Zanga, yeah, more people have left. Okay, that's unfortunate. Where did they go? Paul and David Bettner, the creators of Words with Friends... Are leaving. <laughs> hey guys, we'd like to buy your company. Okay, come work for us. Okay, uh, we fucked up. Uh, we're out of here. Yeah. Wow. Zynga paid fifty-three point three million for the company that makes Wordwood Friends, and now the brothers are leaving. They haven't said what they're going to do, but they're leaving. They took the they took they took the money and ran. Yeah, just about. Although I'm wondering if maybe in their contract they're gonna have to pay some of it back. I I don't know. But still, that's that kind of sucks. Good thing I didn't buy Zynga stock. Yeah. So, m- along those lines of, of games and game companies, Best Buy has announced their plans for uh, the holiday season this year. Oh, okay. Are we talking like Black Friday, or are we talking just holiday in general? Because the first oh. Black Friday ad's already out. We're talking holidays in general. Okay. Best Buy is playing, so, you know, Best Buy is getting creamed by online retailers. Yes. Why would I go to Best Buy when I can just go to Amazon and find it for cheaper? Best Buy will match Amazon.com prices. They also will match ToysRUs.com prices, which they- means I got Kate Sims 3 for $10. Nice. They will also schedule free home delivery if they are out of stock in the store. Oh, snap. I'm Amazon. Do you know what I do at this point? What? Take a hit for the holiday season. I drop my prices to nothing. 
Well, they're already losing money on the uh, paperweight and fire. Yeah, I, no, I'm not talking about the Kindle stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that Best Buy has in their store. Ah. I drop my prices to nothing, and I put advertisements saying, oh, you can also just go pick this up at your local Best Buy. They will match our price. I drive Best Buy into such a hole, they will never come out of it. Oh, you want a price match? We'll give you a price match. One dollar. Like, okay, 80 bucks for a TV. But you, So what you do is you say 80 bucks for a TV, but we, we are not including the uh, free delivery, and it's going to take a long time to ship it. Yeah. Alternatively, you can go to Best Buy. They'll match our price. I could just see that like in the Amazon thing where it talks about shipping and everything else like that. <laughs> Estimated shipping, eight weeks. Have you thought about Best Buy? And just put like a link under there. <laughs> oh, man. It would, it would take the company. It would be just like... Um, Miracle on 34th Street, where the, all the... Ever seen it? You've never seen Miracle on 34th Street? No, I've, I've never taken the time to watch Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. Well, there's a part of the movie where Macy's and the other stores in New York actually agree to basically team up for the holidays, where if you can find it cheaper at another store, they'll actually point you to the other store. <laughs> Kate just pointed out you are Jewish, and it is a Christmas movie. Thank you, Kate. I was going to wait and see if he put that together. I get it now. She came. She corrected me. She grabbed a Sprite and left. (laughs) Kate is awesome. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, they were doing a thing where they actually said, oh, well, you can get this cheaper at, like, Nordstrom's. And even though you were at Macy's, so... And Nordstrom's would do the same thing the other way. I think well, it was Nordstrom's and Macy's. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah, well, it's been longer since I've seen it. Yeah. I do like it, though. That and the fact that the uh, post office actually now um, still accepts letters from Santa. Addressed to the North Pole, right? Yep. Oh, that, there's actually normally a person who volunteers their time to answer the letters every, in yeah, every no. post office. So anyway, speaking of Amazon and the Kindle... Have you seen the Humble ebook bundle? I have. It's the same guys who do the regular Humble bundle, but it's with ebooks. So you could actually read something. And if you pay more than $12.53, the average, the average, you can get two more books. So that's, that's six, eight books for twelve fifty three. Yeah, I wasn't too interested in any of the books that were on there, though. Yeah, I know. It's. I suppose if I just read a lot of other books, I I could do that. You know, for being as much of a geeky person as I am, I haven't read that much science fiction. Because I'm trying to think of actually the last science fiction book I read. And I think it was a Star Wars book. Really? Yeah. I think it was the Outlander series. Or was the Hand of Thrawn series, one of the two. What was the last sci-fi book I read? I just listened to James Bond. The books are a little bit different, aren't they, than the movies? The books are, are awesome. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Ian Fleming, and I, I appreciate his call-out to Rex Stout. The last sci-fi book you read? Uh, I was listening to Prelude to Foundation with Laura. So the classic Asimov? Yep. Yeah, I kind of want to read some of the other... I remember reading 20,000 Leagues in OSC a long time ago. I kind of want to read it again. Oh, 
No, uh, um, um, so Zahn has a series of six relatively short little novels. Okay. Uh, Dragon and whatever. And I read those. All right. The uh, Tamir books. Or Tamir. Those are fantasy. Yeah, those are fantasy. Those are not sci-fi. All right. And yes, we, we've had this discussion about the difference between sci-fi and fantasy. And yeah, I know. That different. So yeah, anybody who wants to read some books, you probably could get six of them for cheap. Eight of them for almost as cheap. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about it? kind of stepping back from the news of the Humble Bundle and talking about the idea of this Humble Bundle of eBooks? Well, it's still... To me, the, the, the Humble Bundle is just a group of independent artists getting together for the greater good. Which, it doesn't matter if, it, if they're making games or books or music. It's still a widget of some kind. Okay. So it doesn't matter what they're trying to sell. I mean, are these really indie books? <laughs> yeah, Cory Doctorow. Neil Gaiman. Uh... I, I always looked at the Humble Bundle as a way for indie developers to kind of get their names out and get their product out. Yeah. These are not really indie developers or indie authors. And two of them are by Kelly Link. I don't know who Kelly Link is. Maybe she's independent. I mean, this is... I, I don't know. If it was actual... See, that's the problem with books, though. Is independent book writing is a very hit and miss. Yes. That's why you get publishers. But then because of the publishers, we get stupid things with ebooks and Google <laughs> scanning project. No, I was going to say we get stupid things like Fifty Shades of Grey, but okay. that is also true. We, we unfortunately got that as well. Yeah. And Kate is now typing up a storm to you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I said something bad. I actually recognize I said something bad. Well, she can't hear you. Okay. She just has to go from my reaction. Well, good. Anyway. What are you, what's your thought on the ebook bundle? I'm not terribly pleased with it. I, I feel like it's, it's taking what the Humble Indie Bundle started as and warping it into this commercialized, over-sensationalized thing. Do you think the humble the humble bundle got too big for its own good? It might have, like it just doesn't feel the same anymore. Between the music bundle, this, and then the copycat sites coming up, which I am not including indie game stand in because they they took a very different approach to it, and we in fact talked about that. Well, it's just kind of like the plethora of uh, coupon sites that came out after Groupon came out, right? So it's. It's it is interesting to look at the uh donate list. However, yeah. at the very you know, on the humble indie bundle, the top one is like always notch or he's at least up there and then a couple other people who are in that same line. Uh on the humble ebooks, it was Will Wheaton. I saw that and Will Wheaton's clown sweater. Yes. So, I mean it it's catering to a different audience, I guess. Yeah. And if if that audience wants it, go for it, more power to them. I'm probably not going to pick up a humble indie book bundle. Yeah, I'm not either. Granted, because I don't really have... I tried reading a book on my phone. 
it didn't work out that well. It's like I would need a slightly bigger screen, you know, like a paper white or a fire. Or a Galaxy S3. Fire! My parents just bought a Kindle Fire. The HD. Ah. I don't know why. <laughs> they have Kindles. They have tablets. Now they have a Kindle Fire. It's a Kindle and more. Yeah. So what else we got going on here? Remember uh, a while ago, you and I looked during the height of this Apple versus Samsung thing and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, Apple's getting their chips from Samsung. Yes, yes, they are. And every time since then, we've, we've kind of just secretly laughed at that knowledge. Every time we saw, like, Apple countersues and Samsung countersues and Samsung adds to the lawsuit. and Like, they're fighting, like, apeshit crazy, but they're still doing business with each other. Yes. That may change. Really? Apple is looking at other manufacturers. Like to, Qualcomm or something? or uh, Like a small manufacturer in Taiwan called the oh. Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. All semiconductor manufacturing is done in Taiwan, for goodness sakes. It's like th- that's what happened when the flood in Taiwan happened. That's why the hard drive prices were going up because all the flash memory was made in Taiwan. Andy. Yeah? The flood was in Indonesia. Oh. Not Taiwan. It was still in that same area. Andy. No. Yeah. Look at a no. map. Go look at a map. Uh, maps.google. All right. Why is Taiwan flood hard drive prices? I don't know. October 29, 2011. Quick heads up. Hard drive prices have skyrocketed due, the, due to the Taiwanese floods, basically cutting off access to the manufacturing plants. Uh, I don't know why, because I remember it being Indonesia. I'm sorry, but I might have to slam donkey on this one. Okay, then go look up Seagate Floods Indonesia. Okay. Indonesia? No, and not indoctrination. Stupid autocomplete. The whole area did get hit by some pretty massive flooding. But Seagate, for instance, the hard drives... Seagate is in Thailand, not Indonesia, not Taiwan. Okay, so I'm getting stuff for both Thailand and Taiwan for yeah. flooding right around the same time. So maybe they both flooded. It would explain why hard drive prices doubled. Yes. But Apple is looking to change their relationship with Samsung. Which makes sense, especially now that they're not, you know, best buds anymore. Right. Like we are direct competitors. And if Apple can, you know, once again, make everything themselves. Uh, they won't be able to do this themselves. They no. will have to purchase these. I'm surprised they haven't gone to Intel for the chips like they do in the MacBooks. Or does Intel not make mobile They're chips? Or is that Apple and Intel have been in talks for the 14 nanometer production line? Oh, well, look at that. I was just thinking, like, you know, they're already using Intel chips already. Might as well just see if they can work it all the way out. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So, SpaceX had their yeah. launch last week. Speaking of people going to the stratosphere. <laughs> and the Dragon cargo ship has officially made it to the International Space Station and will be staying there until October 28th before it returns back to the United States. Nice. And this was, I mean, so it made it up before, and it had successfully docked before. But this time it made it up there with a cargo. Yep. 
And now it's going to uh, stay up there for 18 days while the crew unloads its 400 kilograms of cargo and fills it with scientific experiments and equipment no longer needed on the outpost. And then it will come back. Yep. And another step to weaning ourselves off the Russians. (laughs) And the Europeans. Did you see the... I'm not sure if it was who it was, but there was actually somebody who outbid NASA on a... For a seat in one of the Suez capsules what? for a trip to the ISS. <laughs> um, Soyuz, by the way, Suez okay. is the, the Soyuz capsule. Someone outbid NASA. Yeah, singer Sarah Brightman outbid NASA. Why, I mean, for a seat. Why would you do that? Why would you outbid NASA? It doesn't matter that you can. Why would you? She was in the Phantom of the Opera. She'll be the next tourist in space sometime between 24 and 2015. To get her seat, she had to pay the Russian Space Agency more than $51 million that the NASA budgets for paying to the Russians for a spot on the um, capsule. That's a lot of money. Well, hey, it's a trip to space, so... But, like, NASA needs that. So now because of that, because she's going to be taking up one of the spots... NASA is actually now going to have to commit at least one of its astronauts to spend an entire year in space. Wait, that's why we're sending someone up there for a year? Yes. Because we were outbid on a seat? Yes. I remember seeing that we were going to send someone up for a year. Well, the real reason is because we can't get somebody else up there to replace him because somebody outbid us on the seat. That's pretty bad. Yeah, so NASA, you know, decided to spin that. Like, hey, we're for future in space, so we're going to keep somebody up there for a year. They didn't say, it's not our... We didn't want to. So. I, wow. Okay. Yeah. This has just been an episode of holy fuck why. And sniffles. And sniffles. I think I figured out an episode title. I think so. I'll just have to clean it up a bit for the mass market. Right. So Microsoft is half getting rid of Microsoft points. They're still on the Xbox, but Windows 8 is going to have digital transactions defaulting to the local currency for music and video downloads and rentals. Yay, I get to spend real money instead of fake Microsoft money. But now that will just add a digital divide. Because at some point they said, like, okay, everything is going to be under one umbrella. It's going to be games for Windows on the computer and Xbox Live on the Xbox. And it's all going to be homogenous. This episode, why didn't we open with this after we had just talked about Disney? I didn't think about that, but this makes perfect sense. (laughs) So we come full circle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Microsoft is is phasing out Microsoft points, and one could only hope that this will actually apply to the Xbox as well. Hopefully some point in the future. It won't. In the near future, that'd be very nice. It won't. It absolutely won't. But maybe at some point. Did you see the uh, discount that um, Microsoft is having for the uh, Assassin's Creed on the Xbox? No. On on the Microsoft store for the Xbox? No. Assassin's Creed, okay, 60 bucks. Yeah. But you get 1,600 Microsoft points... And a uh, $10 coupon. 1600 is 20 bucks, isn't it? Yeah. So you're getting the game and 20 bucks worth of Microsoft points. And a $10 coupon. Yes. For something. My guess is a future purchase. Which, I wonder if you could use that to buy more Microsoft points or Xbox Lifetime. Another 800 points. 
granted the points will just go directly back to Microsoft, so... They're not losing anything, really. Just potential sales. Yeah. And this is for Assassin's Creed 3? Yep. I'm trying to remember if I've ordered Assassin's Creed 3 anywhere. I know I have not. I don't that's think... because it's on my Christmas list, so... Might not order it. Ah. Who knows? Yeah, it's getting to be holiday season, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like I said, Black Friday ads are already... Well, there's one Black Friday ad already out. Whose Black Friday ad is out? Uh, Harbor Freight. But what? why would you buy any Christmas gift at Harbor Freight? Maybe you have somebody who likes tools. And why would you buy them Harbor Freight? They're cheap. Yes, that's my point. Hey, a cheap tool is better than no tool. No, that's not entirely true, Andy. If I need a hammer, and I don't have a hammer... Yes, but when you hit something with the hammer, you don't expect the hammer to break. I harbor, I've only had one Harbor Freight thing break. One. Out of all the stuff that I've gotten from them. I, I just recall using their tools and finding them shoddy and dangerous, and I did not enjoy them. You go there if you want something and you want it cheap. Or you go to Home Depot and buy a good version. I suppose for more money. That will last you much longer. Ah, it's the craftsman argument, I get you. Yes. Do you want to spend half as much and have it for a third of the time, or twice as much and have it for the full lifetime? It's kind of like the craftsman snap-on argument, which goes around all the time. So, um, we should probably start wrapping up. Okay. Review. Yes. It's your turn. I am picking Amazon Instant Video. Okay. I've had a chance to finally get down and watch some bits. Their selection, first and foremost, it seems a little lacking. Like, I've gone on there, and there's some stuff I want to watch, but it's a lot of stuff. Let's clarify something. Do you have the full version of Amazon Prime? In order to get the Amazon Instant Video, you have to have the full version of Amazon Prime. So none of this student, none of this mom, whatever. You have to have have the $80 a year Amazon Prime membership. Right. Granted, that does come with two things that are great for us. One, the two-day shipping. The free two-day shipping is great. Mm-hmm. And two, the Kindle lending library. So Kate is actually able to, once a month, get a free book. Yep. Which, if you think, once a month, $80 a year, that's you'd only have to spend $6.66 on a book. Or save that amount each month, and they've already paid for it yourself. But the, yeah, the instant video is another bonus to this Amazon Prime. But there, it's the recently added Prime instant videos have not changed since we've gotten Amazon Instant Prime in August. It's still the recently added to Prime instant video still has Iron Man two, Thor, Rango, Captain America, and Transformers. Movies have not updated in hmm. a while. Do you think it's just getting creamed by... I don't know. I just expected them to be on par with the updates of Redbox, with the updates of Netflix, that sort of thing. This stuff is... I'm waiting for something new to show up. <laughs> they do have many, many movies, but I don't care for a lot of them. So you're like, okay, what else is coming up? Anything. Anything new? No. No. Damn it. It's like, do I really want to watch the first season of Columbo? Mm, I don't know. So, 
that's the first thing is their updates are slow. The second thing is I have a 1080p monitor on my computer. Yes. So I would love to, you know, to watch a movie in HD. I would love to watch Thor or Iron Man in HD on my computer. I cannot watch them in HD on my computer. The only way to watch them in HD is if I have, you know, an Xbox or a PlayStation. Which you do. Or a compatible HD TV or a Kindle Fire or an iPad. Which, which, okay. But let's say, you know, I'm on the road somewhere and I would like to watch something on Amazon Instant Prime, you know, because my laptop's got an HDMI out. Most TVs at hotels have some sort of HDMI in nowadays. I can't watch it in HD because it's going through the computer. If you go through the computer itself, you can only watch it in standard definition. You can't watch it in HD unless you go through a third-party device, which seems a little ridiculous. It's like, okay, okay, I've already got a hookup between my computer and the TV. But in order to watch it in HD, I actually have to hook, switch the hookup on my Xbox because it's currently hooked up to my computer's monitor through the uh, VGA port. I have to like hook in an HDMI cable to hook it up to the TV to actually watch something in HD. It's a little... It's ridiculous is what it is. So, would I get the Amazon Instant... Would I, would I pay the $80 for Amazon Prime just, just, for, just for the videos? The answer is no. Is it an okay addition to Amazon Prime? Yeah. So, if you got Amazon Prime, you, you have a Kindle... You like you buy from Amazon a lot, then I would say, sure, go ahead and get it. It's a nice little bonus, but it is not the primary selling point that Amazon makes it out to be. Right. So there you go. Well, they have all of Castle on there, season four. Yeah, I haven't actually looked at some of the TV stuff on there. I was just looking for the movies. I think the TV might be where it's at. Yeah, the TV stuff might be updating faster than the movies, but still, it's you'd expect the movies to be more than what it is all right random topic yes rolled ahead of time would you take your wife's last name and why well it's not so much a hypothetical for you andy why didn't you take kate's last name huh 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 because i don't know why would i take kate's last name because it's awesome Because then you wouldn't have to worry about your kids being J Lo, yeah, all the B Lo, already C Lo. God, C Lo's out now too. See if, if if you just did Shaw, wouldn't be a problem. Uh, I'm going with no on mine as well. By the way, uh, I I like having kind of a, a slightly more unique name, so taking Smith. <laughs> no. She could be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, well, b- beyond that, <laughs> just no. Now, if you were, like, getting married to somebody with, like, the last name of Kennedy, and you were, you know, part of the Kennedys. Like, if it were actually part of the Kennedys? Yes. Or, you know, maybe the Rockefellers? Or- yeah, the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, something like that had a a name that is... I, I could see doing that. Like, if it's, if it's a name and you've got some clout... Yeah, I'm not dead set against it. So it's like you'd be going from the Kennedys to the Palais. You're like, uh, why don't we just go the other way around? Right. <laughs> yes, I'm a Kennedy. Thank you for asking. My marriage. 
Oh, that's just a small detail. Yeah. Marriage. <laughs> no one will know. Yeah. You didn't hear the whole conversation, so shush. <laughs> Kate trying to get in on this? Yes. Okay. So, if if there was an actual gain to taking her name, then I would say yes. If there isn't, it's Tread the name care- I've grown up with. Tread carefully. Hey, she didn't take my name either. So we could just flip this around. Why didn't you take my last name? Because she thinks her name is awesome. I mean, she's right. What, how is Shaw awesome? Yeah, that is better than low. On the scale of awesomeness, it is... It is higher than low. <laughs> In many ways. On the scale of awesome, low is pretty low. God, this... The jokes just keep coming. Andy, you'll have to deal with them for the rest of your life. I know, and the lives of children. Yes. Unless you just go to the courthouse and, you know, get it changed. (sighs) But then what would my parents say? Who cares what your parents would say? (laughs) You don't have to spend holidays with them. Technically, neither do you, but (laughs) that's kind of up to you. (laughs) Okay, what would your mother think if you changed your last name? I mean, it depends what I'm changing it to. If I changed my last name to Kennedy... I don't think she would have a problem with that. Well, I mean, you know, the whole, like, Kennedys are Catholic, but... Besides that... I mean, it's not her last name originally anyway, so... True. Laura says we should just take the two names... And scramble the letters and come up with something completely new. Take an anagram of the names. Yeah, and I think that's actually a pretty cool idea, and that should be the standard. All right, I'm just I'm just curious now. What anagram? No, I don't mean nagaram. Oh, Google, you're funny. All right, let's get an anagram for some slow stuff. Wash low, wash owl, no. Yeah, there's no good name. Saw, Howl, Owl Show, Owl... No, these aren't good at all. Remember, the the anagrams are going to... Shaw Low. <laughs> it's the anagram of Shaw and Low. Owl Shawl? Wow. Yeah. Hooslaw. No, that's... Yeah, it's not working. Sorry, Dave. Nope. Nope. There, there really is no good way to combine them. No. Okay. I think that's it. That's it? That's all I've got. That's all I've got. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We're sorry for both finding some way to be sick, even though we are 400-some miles apart. We caught a computer virus? No, we did not. Don't even... No, bad Andy. All right, I'm going to go now and blow my nose. Okay. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.